Thank you for joining me for this last episode on Ruth. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is episode 54. Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. The women living there said, Naomi has a son, and they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. This, then, is the family line of Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Amminadab, Amminadab the father of Nishan, Nishan the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, Boaz the father of Obed, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David. Ruth 4, 16 through 22. Naomi, our female Job, has come to the joy of her story. After her heartache, grief, bitterness, anger, and poverty, Naomi's husband's line is restored. God has provided We see Ruth show the ultimate Hasid sacrifice as she places Obed in Naomi's arms. And although Naomi still dealt with waves of grief when certain moments occurred, she still lived without her husband and sons. She could begin to look toward a future with hope. Naomi's story within this book shows us what it is to walk honestly with God, to ask our questions and get angry, to have doubts and still seek Him. And do you remember the shift that happened when Ruth brought home the barley after her night at the threshing floor? Even in all her questions, she noticed God's hand at work, and she teaches us to do the same. And the story doesn't stop there. We're given a genealogy that helps us see one of the reasons that this book is in the Bible. I mean, if we're honest, most of us aren't big fans of reading lists of names we can't pronounce when we come to them in Scripture. I mean, in fact, many of us just skip over them and pick back up with the story. Especially in a book like Numbers, where there are pages of names, yet... When we see this list of names at the end of chapter 4, we can see God at work through the trials of this small family in Bethlehem. The family line listed in Ruth is a bridge. It shows us the direct connection of Judah, the son of Jacob, to David. David, the writer of many psalms, slayer of Goliath, and the second king of Israel, And with our historical perspective, we know that the family line Boaz and Ruth rescue will ultimately lead to Jesus. I mean, do you know your family history? I feel like there's a renewed desire for people to know who their ancestors were. They use Ancestry.com or MyHeritage or do a DNA thing. 
I mean, people are asking, where did I come from? And who is a part of my history? Because it matters. In Matthew 1, Matthew takes great care to list the descendants of Jesus to show where and who he came from. And the names at the end of Ruth are listed there, along with hers. In fact, there are four women mentioned in the genealogy of Christ, and three of them are listed right here in connection to the line of Boaz. In Matthew 1, it says this, Judah, the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, Perez, the father of Hezron, Hezron, the father of Ram, and Ram, the father of Amminadab, Amminadab, the father of Nishan, Nishan, the father of Salmon, and then it shifts. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. Mentioning these women is an honor that brings value to their stories as part of the line of Christ. We spoke of Tamar in the last episode as a woman who had an attempted Levite marriage in order to survive. Today I want us to take a quick look at the parents of Boaz, Salmon and Rahab. Rahab's story is found in Joshua chapter 2. She was a prostitute living in the wall of Jericho when two Israelite spies seek shelter with her and she hides them on her roof. Later, she lowers them down the side of the wall to safety. I mean, this is one gutsy lady, but she's also a woman of faith. She believed in the God of Israel before the spies even showed up at her door. No matter her occupation, God knew her heart. And through her, the spies were able to be saved. And in return, she and her family were saved when the walls of Jericho fell. And this woman is Boaz's mother. Salmon, an Israelite man from the line of Judah, marries Rahab, a non-Israelite woman with a past that was filled with gods and hardship, but who was redeemed by God. Imagine the things that Salmon must have taught Boaz as he grew up about forgiveness and acceptance. So, was having Rahab for a mom a catalyst in his relationship with Ruth? I don't know about Boaz in this way, but I wonder if Ruth's independence reminded him of her. Her foreignness, her past, her hard work and someone that joined the faith of Israel. I mean, maybe Ruth even met Rahab if she was still living at that time. And Obed, did he meet his great-grandparents? Did he hear the stories of the great battle of Jericho from a first-hand account? Hmm, Obed. What would it have been like to be raised by Naomi and Ruth? The faith instilled into him by his grandmother would have been one of wisdom and honesty. He would learn true hased from her story of loss and doubt, anger and despair. And he would hear of the day that she discovered that God never stopped loving her. 
From his mother, Obed would learn about courage, risk-taking faith and sacrifice. From his father, Obed would discover the words that have to match your deeds, that women do have value and power and privilege bring a responsibility. The wisdom Obed gains from them would be passed down to his son, Jesse, who would pass it down to his son, David, who would face a giant with a slingshot, would honor a wayward king and lead armies. He was also a man who shared much of their wisdom with us in the words of the Psalms. In Psalm 23, 6, David wrote, Surely your goodness and hased will follow me all the days of my life. This is the history of Jesus' family. The incredible trio in this book of Ruth points us to Jesus. They show us sacrifice. They show us hased. They tell us that it all matters. There's a lot to this short story in the Old Testament, isn't there? I mean, this little story is one that honors women and men. It challenges us to see beyond the cultural norms and ask riskier questions of value. And it focuses on Hased, deep, abiding, sacrificial love. That kind of love their future descendant Jesus will live. This little book also brings a renewed emphasis to me as a parent. What am I passing down? What are my kids learning from me? Am I placing blessings on them throughout their day? Am I willing to ask hard questions? And this story is also a beautiful redemption story. It gives us a picture of what redemption is all about the redeeming of the field to get the bride who Boaz loved, the desire to serve, sacrifice, and save because of that love. I mean, this story shows us what love can do, and it's that love that Jesus has for us. He gave his life to redeem, just as Boaz sacrificed to redeem Ruth. And just like Ruth, we are a part of a new family that welcomes us fully. He loves us that much. I pray that our time in Ruth has been one of learning and given you a few moments to ponder. May it also have reminded you that God sees you, that despite anger or despair, despite what might seem hopeless, God sees And I don't know how, and I don't know when, but he does redeem. Now, may the God who redeemed the story of Naomi and Ruth surprise you with grace and joy today. May you remember his hased for you. Amen. As we conclude this series... I encourage you, if you've just begun to listen, to go back and join the series on Colossians or 1 John. 
I'll take a short break in weeks and start up again in a couple with a whole new series on a new book of the Bible. May God bless you as you go through your day today.